What's the Homework, Episode 24, The Anthropology of Solitude, with your hosts, Ed and Eric. This week, Ed and Eric try so damn hard to just talk about anything else. To do so, they bring on returning guest Brian Stabby, who insists on bringing controversy into the sweet, warm comfort of Crunchy Corner. It'll never be the same. So, grab your tablet and headphones and shove the mess of clothes in your room under the bed. Zoom class is about to begin. Sounds like some recording in three. Wait, two. are you actually recording now? I think so. Do you want me to? Do you want me to test it? No, we'll find out in an hour. Go ahead. We'll find out in a little bit. Have you Wait, done that? Have you like uh, recorded no. an episode and like had it not? Oh, I, every I have. week we just cross our fingers it's, at the end. It's my biggest fear that that would happen because we have fans that need the content, yeah. and if they don't get it, they are coming to our heads like immediately. When you when you have such a rabid fan base like ours, Brian, like mm-hmm. if you don't produce every, we're like the start of many pun, uh, sports analogies. We're like the Patriots. Mm-hmm. We just churn it out mm-hmm. year after year. Sure. Look how Brian's taking notes. I'm, I I just don't want to be looking at my phone, and you sent this like chicken scratch <laughs> like serial killer bullshit text message. <laughs> like, so I just I'd rather look at my own writing than like try to interpret. The fucking Zodiac killer shit over here. So. <sighs> All right, Ed, I think you were on one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. One. And here we are. Welcome back to What's the Homework, the podcast that has always been there since you started listening to podcasts and has never gotten more popular. That's going to be our new. Or do you want to call us ourselves America's Podcast? Mm, I don't want to be associated with that brand. Ooh. Okay. We'll call it the, the 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 people's podcast. People are still good, I think. All right. Sure. Some some of them. Okay. <laughs> the people's podcast is back, guys. This is what's the homework. Eric and I are former roommates, forever uh, acquaintances, and we have a podcast where we try things out. We bake. We read poetry. What else have we done, Eric? I don't think you're allowed to use the word try. Why? Because it's copyrighted by the Try Guys? Yeah. Funny. So we do things every week. We sprinkle in some segments. They usually involve eating or something that's veiled as me trying to lose weight. I've only realized that now. It's like usually we're eating or we're like trying to do something athletic for me to change my life. As We watched wrestling uh, once. And that kind of involved neither of those things. It's just a vehicle for me eating. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so that is the uh, podcast pretty much is there is there anything i'm missing eric um no i think that's it uh the listeners have probably heard a third voice uh we figured two guys on a podcast isn't enough with all these new podcasts popping up during the quarantine so we'd add a third male onto the scene <laughs> go ahead introduce yourself i think it's your job to introduce me that's like the role of uh, the host. all right do, are you really gonna make me introduce I'm, myself? I'm letting I'm letting I'm letting Eric do it. I I want Eric was on a roll of talking and then he just ran out of air. Yeah, let me refill. Um, so uh, <laughs> on the podcast, uh, Eric just to go with it. Returning guest is uh, Brian Stabby. Um, if you attended uh, the one wedding that happened in 2020, which was <laughs> was mine, um, Brian was the one 
working the dance floor. Heck yeah. With his two fingers <laughs> and that big old beard, which my photographers, our photographers loved. All the pictures somehow got your beard in them. Yeah, I was hamming it up for the uh, for the photographers. I am a bit yeah, of a, a camera hog at, at those types you of are a cam- uh, events. Exactly. Yeah. I was about to say the exact same thing. It is not an event, be it an alumni reunion, mm-hmm. yeah. a wedding, uh, a bris. Like, if you don't see Brian wagging those figures in the middle of every picture, probably covering up the bride or the more important person. <laughs> I've never been to a bris. What's, like, the vibe? I've actually, I, I've been to one. Yours? And, no, <laughs> no, I went to one when I went to, I don't know if we talked about this in the podcast, but for, like, third and fourth grade, I went to, like, Jewish day school where they, like, taught American, American, like, normal classes and also like Torah study stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rabbi invited us all to his like 12th kids bris. And it was, I felt like I didn't know what was going on. Huh. Brian. Like, is it like a happy vibe? Like are people excited yeah. to cut the penis? Jews, Jews love that shit. <laughs> we go wild for that. Brian? Any, any excuse to go, hey. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever been to a bris. Huh. I don't think I want I mean, to except for Like the people shout, slice that dude. The slice, like, are there cheers? Are there songs? Are there typical well, like hymnals? You guys don't have <laughs> hymnals, right? We don't have hymnals. Mm. I was actually having like a thought about um, like Christian services versus mm-hmm. Jewish services. So like synagogue always felt less scary to me because like the prayers aren't in. Did we introduce Brian? No. Um, Brian's on the podcast. Brian maybe, Stabby, I mean, our good friend, did. is on the. Brian Stabby, our good friend, is on the podcast. So back to what I was saying, like. <laughs> You couldn't really understand. I don't, nobody, most Jews don't speak Hebrew in America, I don't think. So you don't understand what the prayers are. I mean, you could see the translations. Mm-hmm. But then when you go to like a church, it's like this very intense patting on the back of the people there, unless you're not a part of that group. So it's like for 90% of the service, they're like, yo, we're going to list every way you'd be fucked if you didn't believe in Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then at the very end, they're like, good thing we all believe in Jesus. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, no. <laughs> very convincing, very scary. Like, for an outsider, it's more frightening, I think, than our, than uh, a Jewish service. So is that it? That's it? That's the end of the podcast? Um, I mean. I don't got nothing else to say. That's it. That was my one planned joke. That was good. I liked it. That was planned. <laughs> I don't think so. You didn't think, That's the didn't spontaneity think the, we bring. The the more ramblings of a madman, guys. Like I said, this is what's the homework. We do homework. Uh, our last month's homework was to go for a walk somewhere you have never gone before. Mm. Now I don't know if you noticed, but within the last month or so, a lot of things have happened. Some people still go for walks. Mm-hmm. I will tell you now that I have not walked anywhere interesting. I have only walked from my house to the grocery store and occasionally around the block. There is nowhere interesting I am going. I live in New York. When I go outside, there are still like tons of people Mm -hmm. out because people need to go to work. Mm -hmm. So I'm really jealous of all those people that are posting on Instagram, like walking through beautiful parks or a lot of people on my Instagram seem to live like, I don't know, in very picturesque locations. So I have not gone anywhere interesting. Mm. Have you, Eric? Or have we already ruined a what's supposed to be 45-minute segment in two minutes? Um, no, I mean, I think we'll, we'll have enough to talk about. Um, <laughs> you know, 
when we made the homework last time, we just, we didn't know what would happen. And things aren't great, but we're not going to talk <laughs> about that. Um, Eric won't let us, Brian. I didn't know if I told you. Eric won't let us talk about any. It's because he he wants this to be an evergreen podcast. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want us to know. He, he wants it to be able to play, to be released at any time so they don't know what we're talking about. That's smart. Yeah. As someone who um, <laughs> runs a, a podcast and is now officially one full year behind in publishing episodes that have happened, I think it's smart not to say what day it is or what year <laughs> it is at this point. So, Got it. Uh, yeah, I mean, the good the thing way- is we don't know when this will end. So this episode just happened at some point during something. the quarantine. Say something. Yeah. No, don't say quarantine. There's oh. plenty of crises that are still coming up. Oh, I just saw. I just watched a documentary. Like all of Yellowstone is going to blow yeah. up. Yeah, but how many and crises are going to involve you not being able to walk? That that one. That yeah. If all of Yellowstone blew up, that'd be bad. You wouldn't be able to walk. Yeah, because the whole United States would be under the ash cloud. Don't don't. Do, Brian's about to get in on the, on the pyroclastic flow. <laughs> it's going to be awful. All right. It's so very, um. I did go for some walks. I went on two walks. So I live in Philly, and my parents live just outside of Philly. So we went for a walk along Kelly Drive, along the river there. Um, with your parents? With our with my parents. We maintained our six feet. No, no things were... Well, things were exchanged because they did bring another case of wedding beer, which was essential. That's an essential transfer. Um, but that was cleaned. Um and then we maintained our six feet and the thing that was different i've obviously walked along kelly drive lived in philly for a while it was during cherry blossom season so Mm. a nice time to Uh, walk and we were trying to avoid exposure to other people so we walked along the river instead of on the path so it was a different journey it was nice you want that's where Brian. That's where I usually walk, like in the gutter. I'm yeah. just walking like in the muck. So I, I'm yeah. totally fine there. Uh, okay, so you went to Kelly Drive. Did you yeah. have another walk? You said you had two. Uh, Don't leave us today. Hanging. I went for a little walk. I'm officially on a, a one week uh, staycation because I'm not allowed to go anywhere. Um, and so I went up for a walk around the neighborhood. Went down some some back alleys that I've never been down. Jesus and uh, what the what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm just imagining you like skulking through back alleys like Aladdin or something yeah. like that. Like so, what I did do was, to... did you listen to um, the new Fiona Apple album yet? No, not a fan. I don't. I don't okay. know. I remember Fiona Apple because when my dad, my dad would always buy me the Guinness Book of World Records books, and Fiona Apple had the world record for longest album title. Do you, hmm. Do you know what it was? Interesting. I'll look it up while we're while we're okay. doing this. So, so anyway, she came Go out with a new it. album, some good music coming out. So I wanted to take some time to enjoy it. Cindy and I put it on while we were cooking the other day. It's a very like hectic album. She recorded it all in her like apartment and had her bandmates come in and so like they like use things in the apartment to make like the drum sounds and like there's dogs barking that like inter like weave with the music, mm. which like it's been in production for like years. So it was not intentional that it was made in the apartment and then released during the current crisis um but it was just kind of interesting that it was released at this time when we're all kind of stuck in our apartments but when we listened to it it felt so claustrophobic when we were cooking because it's like distracting it's just not calming um and so i wanted to give it like a different scenery so like walking outside and listening to this like chaotic very like claustrophobic 
music was really interesting because it kind of made me feel like free from that environment more so than just like walking because it was like a very claustrophobic sound but i was out in the open listening to it i don't know if you don't like the album initially i would recommend listening to it outside of your home when you're like a little bit more free there's a there that's actually something like that um the feeling of like it's stressful in this stressful time is kind of i feel like it's stopping me from like watching stressful tv shows and it's Mm -hmm. like limiting the things that i want to do in like uh these quarantines but i guess we should put ourselves out in the world and walk around brian did you walk anywhere yeah i've been going for a lot of walks um damn man how are you driving you're driving out there uh i mean i i could drive we've been doing um a lot of walks we moved into a new apartment in august and which looks beautiful by the way um it's coming along pretty nice uh (laughs) i appreciate the the compliment um, <laughs> so we, we've been doing a lot of walks sort of around the neighborhood and, you know, we're just outside of Washington, D.C. Um, and it, it gets, I don't want to say like fully suburban very quickly, but, you know, we're sort of in the exurbs. So we're on the other side of the bridge there, uh, you know, there is mm-hmm. some residential, there's mm-hmm. some commercial, um, and it's actually been really nice to sort of explore the area around here and it, there are a lot of like really gorgeous old houses and sort of it's like a mm-hmm. real mishmash it's, it's you know they're houses that have been around for like at this point 90 to 100 years and you could sort of like really take in the scene um a lot of people out there running these days but still i think being yeah. fairly respectful and it yeah so yeah so what's like the like were you wearing masks the whole time uh, the only time we've worn masks so far has been when we've gone. We, we did a quick uh, grocery run recently. We've since since we've been sort of like doing the social distancing thing. We've only been to the grocery store twice, so we've we like mm-hmm. do these massive shops and then That's stay inside for three weeks. Mm-hmm. That is impressive. Um, but that there are people impressive. who are out doing sort of doing their runs in masks. I I don't know. They're gonna be so fit when this is done. Yeah, although. I, Brian? We're going to be thin? No, like the people running in masks are going to be like, yeah. they're going to go like another five miles when Perhaps Brian will be fit as well. I'm not going to be fit when this, this is done. Okay, good. I'm glad we all agree on that. I am so intimidated. Once again, this is still, this is you didn't want to talk about this, Eric, but everyone is comparing their quarantine lives to each other. It's true. No, no we can in- compare quarantine lives. I just don't want to talk about the reason we're all quarantined. Right, right, right. Guys, let's, we're just going to say it. In 2021, there was an alien attack, and we're all quarantined <laughs> because of the aliens. Over, and yeah. By yeah, mandate yeah. of Zulu, <laughs> the destroyer yeah. of worlds. Humans have to stay inside while the aliens feast on our crops. So that's out of the way. Let's continue what we were talking about. Brian was talking about the beautiful... I'm sorry, the bridges of Madison County or whatever the suburban houses you yeah, saw. Yeah, Ar- Arlington, Virginia. What kind of mask you got? Um, right now, uh, like, like not a real one. Tidies. Um, not a real one? You're making one? I mean, real, real kind of slapdash thrown together, um, sort of whatever can suffice. Like, I wouldn't even know where to get one. I can't sew. Like, I, I couldn't. Yeah. I don't have a sewing machine. I don't have like elastic band on hand to to make <laughs> so i don't know like we've really just been staying inside a lot um pipe right. cleaners you can use pipe cleaners. i have pipe cleaners 
There you go. So maybe I could do that. Um, but right. yeah, I mean, it's been nice around here. And then we on um, weekends have been doing longer walks. They're not hikes. They're like long walks. Right. Um, there's the CNO Canal, which goes from like Washington to West Virginia. It's like 180 miles. Um, it's sort of like along the Maryland-Virginia border. Um, mm-hmm. And that one we sort of drive to and then get out of the car and then walk. And it goes along uh, the Potomac where we are. And it's like really beautiful. And Ed, um, I feel like you're putting me on blast because we did put a, a, a bougie Instagram post up of like us being out in nature. Uh, I'm not saying that I, I'm saying I'm jealous of that. Like life. Like I'm just, some people seem to have flourished in these quarantine times. <laughs> Do you feel You feel attacked, Brian? This no, is no, no. I just, I am. Um, I just, it would seem like a very oddly specific thing to point yeah. out. No, no, it's quite obviously not just my, my, my parents call me every single day, mo- probably multiple times a day now because we're all going crazy and they're always going to like, they live in the woods. So they're like, yeah, we walked around our neighborhood for like five miles and didn't see anyone. And here are all the, be- like, here's all the beautiful trees we saw. Mm-hmm. And then Isabel got in the car and drove to like the we have a national park and like she went for a run there and i'm not i'm jealous of you and i hate you brian but i also am jealous of other people and hate them as well so don't feel alone. okay my favorite part of the podcast yeah. by the way is when you talk about your parents <laughs> when i put them on blast and say i think my mom listened for like a hot second did she yeah so do we want to eric this is your time that you can you say the safety word do you want to stop talking about the quarantines. I think I personally, I think it's important to talk about it because this is going to sort of be a time capsule, even if just for you and however many listeners, dozens of listeners. Yeah, but I don't think for the <laughs> listeners, it's relaxing to hear people talk about how stressful it is. I guess, but I think it's important, even even if it's not relaxing, it's interesting and helpful to hear how other people are coping and dealing with it. And sort of, even if it's like the same things that they're dealing with, it's reinforcing to be able to know that you're not experiencing this alone. Yeah, basically. Um, I'm not, not sort of pulling the, like, we're all in this together thing, but like, you know, we're all in this together. Oh, you know, that's going in there. That's right in there. (laughs) Okay. Do you want me to write the time down? The, the, Hey, it's Ian Armitage from Young Sheldon. We want you to know that you are not alone. You're not alone. You're not. We're still connected. We're still us. We can still laugh. And smile. Still share moments. And be happy. That's what I'm going to be doing. It's really important to remember that we are all in this together. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. We are all in this together. And we will get through this as we always do. I love you all. Peace. Okay, before I forget as well, speaking of ads... Yo, we were eating dinner and a Facebook ad made me like legitimately cry in my like oh, fucking new, like, yeah, it was like so sad about the quarantine. And it's this an like, ad for Facebook. It, it's an, an ad, ad for by, the quarantine. It's, it's an ad by the Facebook company. The Facebook. And it's like, yeah. it's, which for is their what new they call app quarantine. <laughs> no, they're just like people and they talk about people and how Facebook is like all about people. They don't advertise the Facebook itself. They're just advertising the feeling that we're all trapped, but we're all so this is a chance for us to be great while we're trapped. Mm. And it's this person with this southern English accent talking, and it made me and Katie cry at our dinners, and it's fucked up. We need to have more light commercials. Got it. <laughs> I I guess my speaking of commercials. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. This 
episode is brought to you by... Hey, it's Ian Armitage from Young Sheldon. Right, yeah, and then I'll drop in the sponsor later. Don't worry. Oh, got yeah, it. Okay, yeah. do you want me to write the time down? Yep, thanks. Okay. Brian was being very inspirational, and he was like, it's important to talk about like these times, and I was like being an asshole and saying how I'm jealous of people that are doing like good things during quarantine, but we've all been doing like some like more fun things, and speaking of the fun things we've been doing... We've all been baking a little bit. Eric has a baking story. Mm-hmm. I cooked a little bit of something at home. Brian, have you been doing any baking or picked up any interesting hobbies or done anything while you've been entrapped in your beautiful apartment? Um, Brewing is a yeast-based yeah. B word, so you can do that too. Yeah, I mean, and everyone has taken up all of the like baking yeast and flour. Like, We literally can't <laughs> find yeast or flour anywhere around here, but we have been doing some brewing, yes. Nice. You've been brewing beer. Yeah. Uh, we've is that, awesome. Is that, uh, is that apple cider or is that a? Uh... No, this is uh, this is a beer from the Vale in Richmond, Virginia. Um, they're known for very hoppy IPAs and some really nice sours. And this is an IPA that we got um, a growler full of from this really nice pizza place around the corner because we've been trying to support local businesses because we don't want them all to go out of business. Nice. Right. That's what I tell myself every time we order food. Yeah. Like, we're supporting local business. Like, this is, it's a really good thing that I'm eating this pepperoni roll. That's supporting, that's putting money in the working man's hand. So, we were talking about the good things we've been doing. Brian's been brewing beer. Do you have a specific beer that you're brewing right now? Yeah, right now we are doing, um, so our typical approach has been to do sort of like wacky fancy things because we like wacky fancy beer. Um, but we don't really have the foundation of being able to do like normal beers really well. So we're trying to uh-huh. sort of like scale back and like take out some of the frills. And right now we're doing an, an IPA. Ryan, you're talking about it like you run like a fucking like hundred person operation. Like what do you? <laughs> we take we take our stuff seriously, you know. Like we, <laughs> we have a reputation to uphold uh, here true. at That's at Linen Closet Brewing Company. Is that, is that what, what it's called? It's called? Yeah. We're on un- we're on God Untapped. You should find us if you're an Untapped person. Whoa! You actually are brewing beer. Damn! I feel bad that I like made you seem small. You big. You are big, and you have a burp cast, and there's beer coming. Beer coming. I'm so personally offended. I haven't received shit. Yeah, seriously. Also, I haven't drank any. Would of you like beer. some? I'll send you some. Yeah. I gave James and Amanda some at um at your wedding actually. Oh, so you <laughs> what an <laughs> asshole! What a dick! <laughs> Cool. So I don't feel bad anymore because Brian's also a dick. So you're working on some like cl- classics. Is yeah, that we right got an IPA on right now. We did a little taste. It hasn't carbonated yet, but it's very tasty. And then we're going to do a little red ale, which is sort of like way less frilzy mm. than uh, we typically do. But, you know, like it's it's whatever. We got time. <laughs> you should What's do a Saison. I think Saisons are going to blow up. Dude, they already blowed up. That's old news. Oh, is it? I don't really like Saison. That's all. Oh. That's old hat. That's old news. Old hat. You don't like saison? Not really. I don't really like wheat beers. Oh. I like sour. I like sour beers, but I'm also kind of like not losing losing that that track a little bit. So Brian's been making beer. Eric, you making bread? Mm-hmm. You a bread boy? Talk about that bread boy. Yep we um, we attempted the sourdough, um, and it has been a rough road, but we did achieve <laughs> success. We <laughs> did need to go through two sourdough starters to finally 
get to success on our third one. So we are now so, on Clint Yeast with three. That's where all the yeast is, Brian, by the way. Yeah. Eric is yeah, we're all using it all. Um, and that was also and why I needed to see my three. parents because they brought flour from uh, the suburbs. Um, and it's been hard. Sourdough starters are real hard. I am okay, not so ready talk, to have a baby. About, you got to feed this thing twice a day, and I'm like, Jesus, this thing is. New is that meat. really what's happening? That's why you're failing because you can't remember to feel it, to feed it twice no, a day. No, I remember to feed it, but sometimes I, you know, I, you know, it's like formula. You got it when you make formula from the powder. You got to have the right ratio of water to like the powder, and sometimes I screw up the ratio. I'm not ready to be a dad. Are you finding this like what? a rewarding experience? Like, are you enjoying it? Okay, it was very stressful initially. Sydney Why? was the one What's that wanted to on? do it first. Um, and then she got stressed out. So I bought a so book. She smashed it over Eric's head. <laughs> I bought a book and then I kept going. And I think she was reluctantly encouraging me to continue. Um, but she had kind of given up hope that we were going to have any success with this. Um, and then on the third one, it finally like shot up just like random like i texted uh one of our friends who has a little bit more experience with it and i was like we might need some of your starter because like i can't make this work and then overnight i turned on the oven for a little bit heated the oven up and then put it in the oven turned the oven off and put it in there because our problem was we weren't finding an area that was like hot enough because mm. we keep our mm. apartment relatively like on the cool like it's like 68 usually so it's kind of cool um and then we're not like cooking all that much and the kitchen's like pretty open so like the kitchen doesn't even stay that warm and then it hasn't been that warm outside so like even if we put it on the windowsill it hasn't been warm excuses. enough excuses excuses um, excuses but then i put it in the Your oven after i like heated up a little bit and then it shot up it like grew four times the size in like eight hours um and then we used that to make bread last week and ed i sent you a picture you did how how to look it looked really good. It looked very crustily, yeah. and it was. Be- I saw pic- other people's pictures of their sourdoughs, and yours looked better than. Theirs. Ooh, nice! But I don't know what it was like inside. I'm gonna be completely honest. It could have been tasted shit inside. like bread. Tasted like bread. Mm-hmm. Have you used it for anything good, or you just ate it plain? Um, I think we're gonna use it for like a grilled cheese this weekend. Oh, that's yeah. a good way to go. That's a good way to go. French toast. Can you make French toast with sourdough? Uh, Is that gross. Yeah, yeah, you can. I guess you could. <laughs> you can are, use like the lot. so you throw out a lot of starter. So like when you feed it every day, you throw out like two thirds of it, and then you just keep a third and add more flour and water to it. Um, and you can use like the the stuff that you throw away to like make pancakes and stuff. Oh. Mm, yeah. Sourdough pancakes. All right. So Eric was baking. What did I do? I made brownies one day. That was really easy. When you have uh, you guys all have uh, KitchenAid mixers. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my Have god. we I'm had so, an episode what? in which you didn't talk about your kitchen? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. I know. I my brain only goes to a few. Wait, remind things. me. Remind I me your colors again. <laughs> uh, red. Mine's mint. Nah, mint. I, mint. We also have red. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I want that blue one is the way to go, but gotta wait for the registry for that. Every boy's dream to register for a kitchen. What kind of kitchen aid do you have in Animal Crossing? <laughs> a green one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole for putting me on blast like that. <laughs> now me and Brian are both pissed at you. Okay, so I made what else? I made brownies. I made pasta. I made. I okay. I wanted to make. Wait, a did you make cake. pasta? Like 
No, I made like a sauce. Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to seem that fancy. I wanted to make this chocolate cake I saw online, but like we're not seeing anyone. That's insane for two people to have a whole chocolate cake to themselves. And it's like a big like four-tiered chocolate cake. Why don't you cake. just scale so, down the recipe? Yeah, why don't you just make half? But the thing is, it's like the tin I bought, I, I, I had this recipe in mind for a little while. I was going to make it for like a party or something. And I made something else, but I had the tins. So it's like if you scale it down, it doesn't fit the really tins. scale down the size. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm totally fucked. So what I'm saying is I'm going to be like the boy and Matilda eating mm-hmm. chocolate cake with my hands while you guys scream at me on the next podcast. How does that sound? It sounds good. Are you going to eat it on the <laughs> podcast? Do you you have to eat the whole thing. I, and then yeah. we're going to put you in the chokey. With that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we've been baking, we've been walking. Uh, I'll I'll be completely honest. The past like two weeks have been like two, three weeks have been pretty busy at work. Like, have you been busy with work, Brian? It seems like you're busy. Yeah, we're we're very busy. Um, we're sort of we're That's like good. pretty well positioned. Like, what we do is a service that ends up be has ended up being um, really helpful for our clients. I don't I don't right. know if it's interesting. For me to talk about work, but yes, um, yeah, we've been busy. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to say what you do? Otherwise, you have a very mysterious job, which I'm going to make up something later. Um, you can make something up. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Eric, how about you? You've been you've been you've been doing all right. Yes, I don't want to talk about work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything's been okay. <laughs> okay, so we've been baking, like I said, board games, walking, working, guys, but. At the end of the day, you just want to go back to that warm comfort place, the comfort of the crunchy corner. <sighs> Here we are. Did you? Did you? What? Do you sighed really nicely? Can we? Oh, because like, it just feels so good to be here. In the crunchy corner, like everyone's corner? here. We're all surrounded. Everyone's got a drink in hand, and everyone's gonna watch me eat some shit. Crunch, crunch. Much, much. Crunch, crunch. crunch, crunch. Brian? No, I'm so, boycotting crunchy corner. Uh, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, all right, get it I'm out. Gl- get it oh, out. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, Go guys, ahead. just wait. But let me just set the scene. Guys, there are, we ha- like I said, we have a small but fanatic fan base. <laughs> and Brian is probably the most fanatic of them all. And he has, you know what? I think a legitimate gripe with Eric yeah, Belser. I'm, I'm agree. Before we get into that, let me, let me, just, let me just say, Crunchy Corner has been a segment that we've been doing since college. So that's been almost 10 years more yeah. more than 10 years long ass time we've it's been doing the longest running been, podcast segment by far by far second only to i guess quarantine times <laughs> uh so on crunchy corner eric reviews a crunchy snack the rating system is very simple it goes from negative no and a half at the bottom to positive yes and a half at the top there are three prongs to it they are is this the flavor people ask for does it achieve this flavor? And goodness, I'm not going to explain it anymore. Mm-mm. But if something gets all yes and a halves, it is ascended into the Golden Yes Club. And guys, until last episode, not a single thing made it in. And then something made it in. Now, is it something that is a, a classic? Is it something that is people have just been waiting to be reviewed? Eric, t- tell them what it was. So it was the... Uh strawberry pop tart cereal Boo! Hell yeah. it's like it was fantastic i've had 
at least one other box. I won't <laughs> tell you more. Um, oh my God, Brian's going to be so pissed. Incredible. And to dig a little deeper into the controversy, Brian, go ahead. Explain why you're so peeved over there. It's like my Stephen A. Smith moment right here. Like, <laughs> like I, I will I will start by saying I have not had um, pop tart strawberry pop tart cereal, and and I, and I plan on having it because, of course, um, you know if if somebody's gonna make the Golden Yes Club, clearly, you know there's there's something there. There's some mm-hmm. gravitas. So I will withhold any negative statements or any statements at all about your selection to the Golden Yes Club. Okay, very mature. That said, (laughs) I myself was very intrigued by a previous selection, which Uh was the... uh, Also a cereal. A cereal, yep. Um, Nana, banana, Nilla wafers cereal. Uh Um, When Uh you said it on the podcast, my very first thought was, Oh my God! This is something that I've always wanted. <laughs> sure. So it's banana banana pudding cereal. Ban- Sorry, vanilla wafer banana pudding yes. cereal. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, got it. In goodness, you gave it a yes and a half. In mm-hmm. accuracy to the flavor, you gave it a yes and mm-hmm. a half. And in I did. Is this a flavor that people wanted? Which again, my very first reaction was, Oh my God! This is something that I so very much wanted. Uh, go right. in, Brian. You gave it a yes, and you kept it out of the Golden right. Yes Club, and I think <laughs> that is that's an atrocity. I think right. I think that uh, Nana banana pudding, no way for cereal. <laughs> Nana, why is Nana involved? Nana, because I agree, it's, Brian. Nana banana vanilla pudding cereal needs to be in the Golden <laughs> Yes Club, and and then I went out and got it, and. You know how, like, in cartoons, like adult cartoons, when someone does, like, drugs, like, their pupils get really large? Uh-huh. Yeah. That, that happened to me. Like, I, I like, <laughs> couldn't stay out of this bag of cereal that, in my mind, was such a cut and dry, like, shoe-in to the Golden Yes Club. <laughs> I, I, I just, I think you really... I think you did a, a disservice, mm-hmm. and therefore I am mm-hmm. leading the hashtag boycott Ed and Eric movement on Twitter. <laughs> Got it. Dude, that movement started years ago. We've been roommates <laughs> for a while. <laughs> so all of that is to say... Um, I think uh, Ellen and Rosa had that one. <laughs> <laughs> Naming names. Dropping bombs. Anyway, that's, oh, yeah, that's all I have on that. I appreciate you having me on to be able to voice my displeasure. <laughs> it's very brave of you to um, welcome <laughs> dissent into your, your ranks in your very comfy, cozy place, Eric. Um, yeah. And that's why it's the People's Podcast. People's Podcast. Because we let the people on. But Yeah, I mean, you right. know, we do Crunchy Corner because it's a place where everyone feels safe and welcome. And we, we never want it to be controversial. So Ed and I wanted to give you this platform to, to you know, Air these grievances. We're he- we hear, you know, Brian. Th- you know, th- what was important for us was we've done a lot of talking, but maybe it was time for us to to listen a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like we did listen, and uh, there is no appeals process, and there's nothing that can be done about it. So, kangaroo Eric, court. This is kangaroo us- court. <laughs> Look, I mean, the only the only rebuttal I'll make is no one has ever woken up and had banana pudding for breakfast. People have had strawberry Pop-Tarts for breakfast. And sometimes they're like, damn, I kind of want a bowl of cereal or I want a Pop-Tart. And now they don't have to choose, Brian. 
That's wow. what's so great about this snack. Again, I I no don't have any like, grievances. I and banana pudding. I don't have any that grievances with with pop tart cereal. I'm sure it's lovely, mm-hmm. and I will. I look forward to trying right. it myself. But I um I I would eat Nilla wafer banana pudding three meals a day every day if I was given the option. Right. So how I also many think did you're you get for the quarantine? How many boxes? Oh, two boxes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh my god, Brian is the man. I love Brian. That was an awesome answer. All right. Uh, okay, so what what do we got today, buddy? At, okay. okay, Brian. Thank you. I'll let you towel yourself down for a second because you are just drenched. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric, what do you have for today's? So today we got um, we got we got two. All right. Oh. Now it's. it's I the think same... I know what one of them is. Oh, do I not know? I don't think you know. Oh darn. I honestly thought you had the brown sugar pop tarts. Oh, no! Spoiler on that one. Not good. Uh, uh, I think that hurts. I think that helps Brian's argument that even the slightest variation takes something from the Golden Yes Club Mm. to a not good cereal, not worth eating Mm. on the podcast. Granted, in earlier episodes, there was one time you ate some glass. There was one time you ate what you found in your pocket. So sure, okay. When they release a dirt cereal with like (laughs) gummy worms in it, and it's still good, good. that'll. uh... Holy shit! That sounds delicious. Oh my god! All right. Okay. Um. So we have two two products from the Bugles Company. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, love. I think we're three for three. Yes, yes, yes. On the fact that Bugles is a highly underrated snack. Agreed. I have mixed feelings. I I, I want to. I only like the nacho cheese bugles, but I like the nacho cheese bugles more than almost any other like bag snack like that. Dude, if you went on a field trip in like middle school and you brought out your Wawa hoagie and you had a bag of bugles in there, you were the coolest kid on that bus. Dude, I was like fucking. I'm from Moldova. I brought out like my cow tongue sandwich, <laughs> like sardines, and my like, my like pickled cow eye. <laughs> I did not pull out Wawa sandwich and this American style bugle. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got we got two flavors of bugle. Now one is hot buffalo, which not an exciting flavor, but I wanted to try it. Um, and the other one is churro. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Interesting. Interesting. Now, the other okay. reason I wanted to do Bugles is, as we know, Bugles, it's America's number one finger hat. It says it right on there. Oh, okay. it does. So in these times of quarantine, I'm just saying it's a dual purpose snack. All right. You pop one in the mouth. And then when you're going to press the elevator button, you pop one on the finger, oh. press that elevator button, throw that one out and then grab another snack. Yeah, the Perfect. fact that you, you can do gloves, guys. you can do like the witch fingers, like spooky yeah. witch fingers, is like definitely brings bugles up at least one notch in terms of desirability. Right, it's I very, it's a Brian. very good snack in times of quarantine. Sure. Yeah, saying. so like I, I'll tell you more about my like. I don't like the regular bugles because they remind me they have like that Fritos flavor. They taste mm-hmm. like Fritos, mm-hmm. but the nacho cheese bugles. Like if I'm going on a long road trip, that's my long road trip snack. It seems like such a treat that I only have for for that moment. So I'm interested to hear about the other flavors. I, have you ever had either of these, Brian? No, I and I actually like the original Bugles, but I also like Fritos. Mm. Um, so got it, got it. Right. Got Eric, Eric, get in this. I have to open the door for my cat. He looks me so sad. He wants to get away from me. Okay, so I'll let you guys handle it for now. Is this? Li- All right, Brian. Tell me, tell me a weird quarantine dream you've had. 
I've had a lot of weird quarantine dreams. Um, Have you? Tell me, tell me, tell me some. Um, oh god, now you're putting me on the spot. Oh, I usually like it's it's usually like surrounding whatever was the last thing that I did before I went to bed. Um, so like whatever I was watching okay. on TV, like that's usually or like whatever music I was listening to last, and uh -huh. it just like yeah. it like permeates whatever is going on. So um, I actually try not to listen to any music close to bed because I have a really bad tendency of getting songs stuck in my head. Um, like we have a we have a rule. That like no listening to Hamilton after like two p.m. in this house because because you have dreams about yeah. Lin Manuel. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yo, I love that picture of him where he's doing the kissy face. Oh, I want. I like. There's, there's no. There are a few people in the world that I am enthralled by, but also want to punch in the face as much as. <laughs> yeah, sure. Wanna, you I, I just jumped punch in. Punch Lin Manuel I, in the face. Oh I kind of see that. What? I kind of see that. I like him. It's kind of. I, I see it. You want to give him huh. a noogie at least. I want him to give me a noogie. Oh my god! Anything for you to be on Ellen. He's he's in the same vein as Ellen. One of those people. Oh my one god! Those people that are t too famous for their own good. You know, Lin Manuel liked one of my tweets one time. Is that right? Are you kidding me? Was that true? What was yeah. it? Which one was it? Because he tweeted uh, when Hamilton was still in New York that a uh, seeing eye dog was in the theater in the, in the front row. Um, and he was excited to kind of give that experience. And so I, I retweeted it and I said, oh, great. So a dog got to see this before me. And then he liked that. <laughs> That's a good tweet. <laughs> that yeah. is a good tweet. Also, my uh, once again, why I think Lin-Manuel Miranda is slight tool in that thing. <laughs> what an experience to give this to seeing. I, what? what? I don't even want to get into it. That'd be very ableist of me to ask why a blind person is at the uh, Hamilton. But. We'll cut that out. I need to write that down. I actually think that is problematic. <laughs> I think that might be problematic. This sounds like our, a episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. For all our blind Where you listeners. like protest Hamilton because... That means if, if Lin-Manuel Miranda could see the seeing eye dog, that means that blind person was in like the front row. At, at the very yeah, least, they could row. be in the... Put them in the back. <laughs> what do they care? That is a spicy hot take right there. What do they care? <laughs> Yeah, you if went just... from I'll cut it out to I'm definitely leaving that in. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Eric, have you reviewed your trash No, because I was yet? trying to get Brian to tell me a weird dream while I ate this Yeah, and snack. he put me on the spot. So I was having a, a hard time dream. remembering. Okay. And then, uh, Got it. So what are you starting with? I'm going to start with the buffalo. I'll talk to them while, while you okay. do that. I'll, I like Guys. this part of the podcast, too, where Ed says really sad oh, things. Thanks. Go ahead. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. Ooh. I'm sorry we haven't been here for you. Um, this has been a really tough time. Work has been crazy. Life has been crazy. But we are here for you. Uh, don't let the people that are protesting in Harrisburg get to you. Screaming in the faces of the nurses. Calling them fake nurses and fake. This is exactly what Eric didn't want to happen. <laughs> me to talk about this specific thing. Dude, Facebook is driving me wild right now. I am like so rabidly mad of the people that are like, that I went to high school with that are posting things that are like conspiracy theory. It is driving me insane. I don't know what to it's do. It's pretty. Brian. I need like some. Yeah, I just I what I do. I have some of those people too. Um, I just put them on mute for thirty days. I can't. I can't, dude. It just it. It's like this weird sick sense of satisfaction for me. That to you're be better like, than them. What an idiot. What if I would write this? What if I would write this? Yeah. But that's it's fine. Eric, Eric can, can you stop before I go even? I dig my hole even deep, deeper. 
Damn. The blind people hate me. I don't want the people of Reading to hate me too. All right, did you tell it? Did you tell a weird dream? Was it good? Yeah, we all talked about it. We, oh, I had a dream that uh, I was. I think I told. I might have told Brian the story. I was. Uh, I forgot that I had to sign up for this Spanish class, or I forgot I was in this Spanish class the whole semester, mm-hmm. and I came in on the last day and we have to take the final I exam. This, yeah. I feel like up to this point, it's a dream that a lot yeah. of people have. But for me, what takes an, what takes a interesting psychological turn is I get an F on the exam and the rest of the dream is me arguing with the professor being like, did I write on topic? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, did I write legibly? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, then by definition, you are unable to fail me. I deserve at least a D. And that's my whole dream. Me arguing for a D. So I don't know what that says about mm. me. Yeah, I've I've had a lot of um, actually a recurring one that I've had now that you've you've jogged my memory um, is that the registrar at my high school made a mistake and everyone in my class ended up one credit short of graduating. So we all right now, like in our current age, had to go back and be oh, be, be in awesome. high school, but like with that'd high schoolers. Awesome, it, it, I actually, I, honestly, Brian. I do kind of. It's a little stressful, but I like sort of like yeah. hanging out with my high school buddies a little bit in my in my dreams. There you go. That wouldn't be so bad. All right, Eric, can you save us, please? What 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 did you eat? All right, so we're we're back on the the bugles. We got two flavors. Let's run through the hot buffalo because it's not an interesting flavor. So we'll do the score. Obviously, okay, it's so a flavor. I think this is a yes and a half, honestly. Yeah, I so mean, everyone guess, wants this flavor. But this everybody wants buffalo. Yeah. Does it achieve that flavor? Yeah, perfect. Great. Yes Tastes and a half? like Frank's. It does? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And now, goodness? goodness is impl- I mean, this is the only... I mean, I feel like with any buffalo-flavored thing that tastes like buffalo, like, goodness needs to be the differentiating factor. The goodness is there. I'm not going to say it's a yes and a half. Come on, Thank it's God. a beautiful Brian would have like, Come on, it's not going into gold. I, I almost it's just got hit. It's a strong yes. It's not got great. It. It's very one note. Mm. You guys remember uh, Buffalo Chicken Libretti? Oh my God. <sighs> Don't even get me started about Buffalo Chicken Libretti. That was a uh, cuisine at Franklin and Marshall's, like, uh, what was it? Pandini's, which was like our cafe option and it was it's just a piece of it was a pizza folded in half but i remember it mm-hmm. the buffalo chicken liberty having the best blue cheese in the world that's how i remember it Which yeah, i would think fueled just, our radio show i mean that and loneliness that's it hmm. that, that that was us okay eric what do we got next all right. um all right so uh next we got bugles churro you still haven't eaten this one jesus christ no no, no i already ate it oh god yeah yeah, yeah. I already ate. Did you do a chaser in between the hot stuff and the sweet stuff? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I, I had saw. a little rosé in between. Oh. <laughs> Are you that? Wait, can we, can we? Let's talk. Brian said he's veil, drinking the veil. What did what'd you say? Drink yeah. the veil, and I'm drinking a Coney Island mermaid. Oh, Pilsner. I've had that. That's good. Oh, nice. It tastes like tastes Pilsner. like mermaids. It does taste like mermaids? Nice. Um, I have a boxed wine rosé. Ooh, fancy. Mm. Ice cube. Uh, no ice cube. It's in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Wow, you're doing great, Eric. You're doing so well. Doing really I'm well. so proud of you. Really um, Thanks, man. All right, so we have churro flavor. Thank you for all a you do, of, Eric. A lot of churro products out there. Have you seen this? I have. <laughs> have you seen this shit? <laughs> Y'all seen this shit? <laughs> churros be everywhere. <laughs> I don't know yes. what the deal is. I've seen churro cereal. I've seen the churro uh, bugles. I've, I've seen it 
So you're saying it's like a infestation, an infection, a pandemic of churros? <laughs> yeah, is that I what guess, you're saying? But it's like it's just cinnamon sugar. Like it's not. There, here, here's here's my defense. What here. is the fascination? It's just cinnamon sugar. If, if people, if this isn't a flavor that people were asking for, it wouldn't be everywhere. Mm, this is okay. true. No, Brian, I, I I might want to push back on you there. I saw uh, spicy gushers when we were in the mall, where we were at the grocery store. They were like Fiesta Fire Ooh, gushers yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah, I know. So I I just will push back. So Eric, tell us about these uh, south of the border churros, which already sounds like a Spanish word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so as Brian is is churro. getting to, is it a flavor oh, people ask oh, wait. for? Wait. Oh my God, that was so stupid. I just said churro sounds like a Spanish word. It is a Spanish word. It's a Spanish tree. You may cut that out. No, leave him out to dry. Yeah, <sighs> yeah you, you fucked go. up a lot this episode. Drag Bugle. him. Bugle. Bugle. Also, doesn't, no, it doesn't sound Spanish at all. Um, I'm just going to be face down the rest of the episode. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's, give, let's give it a yes for a flavor people ask for. Okay, right. fine. Um, does it achieve that flavor again? A churro is just like cinnamon sugar. I don't know what a flavor you're achieving. There's like a doughiness and like a breadiness to it, also. Right, <laughs> like so you're never gonna achieve that with a bugle. Yeah, yeah there needs to be like a, so yeah, a chewiness, like, and I, I think bugles themselves are like more a crunchy <laughs> ve- vessel. Yeah, so no and a like, half. It's Jesus, a no negative and a half. No and a half. Oh. No, no and a half. I mean, you're never gonna get. So this you're never gonna make me think I'm eating a no churro. and a half is different than negative no and a half. Negative no and a half is at the very bottom end. Eric is very nice. He's a very kind man. A lot of yeah. people are saying this. A lot of people are saying that Eric is a bad man, <laughs> but it's not true. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Very good. Very good. Is that just pretty good? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Now the thing about so I don't love sweet. Crunchies. If I'm give us some honest. examples. Give Usually us some examples you want a savory crunchy, crunchy, right? You don't Wasn't want a whole bag of a sweet crunchy. Sweet, sweet crunchy. <laughs> sweet crunchy. It was. It was. Yeah. So, I, I can't Am think I, of any other examples agreement there? right at this moment. Yeah. Do you have okay. another example off the top of your head? Because I, I, I'm. I, I'm Withholding I'm judgment sweet until crunchy I cereal. That's delicious. Sweet. Yeah, like sweet I like cinnamon toast crunch, crunch cereal. Cookie. Sometimes I like a chewy cookie, but uh, sounds like you sounds like you're an it sounds like you're an idiot to me, Eric. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like like aren't all cookies <sighs> like sweet and crunchy? Well, yeah, but this you're is like saying a, a sweet snack chip food is what you're like getting at. What about like uh? What about like um? You know those the like kettle corn like or kettle corn that's a sweet crunchy. Well, I like Cracker Jacks. Like say we're in the Cracker Jacks. Cracker Jacks are sports really Sports still happened, right? Yeah. And you're hosting a Super Bowl party, and you put out a sweet. You're gonna be roasted. Chip. They're gonna be making fun of you left and right. It's gonna be the end. I get what you're saying. It's not gonna go over well. You'll probably be kicked. It's out. not gonna go over well. I get what you're well. saying, Eric. Is this a flavor people asked for? You said yes. I gave that a yes. No and a half. For Good. achieve that flavor, Got it. and I would I would say it's a I would say it's a no and a half for for goodness. Guys, wow, wow, guys, that was a deflating end to Crunchy Corner. Speaking of deflating, you know, you know what's deflating sometimes? Your relationships. Relationships can be <sighs> deflating, and wow. the segment 
the second most long running segment after quarant third, I guess, after quarantine is Ed's Love Corner. And this is at this point I really feel like look, we're we're what? Going we're finishing up week five, going into week six of this thing, mm-hmm. and all our relationships still strong, right? Zoe looks pretty pissed. I'm still married. I can't, I see her like sharpening like a shiv or something behind Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys can see over my shoulder and I can't, so I'm gonna call on I'd you be if uh... I'd be worried. All right, so guys, Ed's love corner is where three men who are, you know, as far as relationships go, I'd say we're okay, <laughs> and we will attempt to give advice to people whose relationships are not okay. So here we go. <clears throat> I, 29 male, have a confusing relationship with my roommate. 30 female. <clears throat> Hi, r slash relationships. <laughs> Hi, what's the homework podcast? <laughs> Long time lurker, first time poster. I'll get right to the point. Just about a year ago, I got an apartment with a friend of several friends of mine. I'm sorry. I got an apartment with a friend of several friends of mine. Let's call her P. We met at a few points previously, but didn't ever really get to know each other. But we decided to move in together. We had a few hangouts and really hit it off. We have both shared we have a lot of shared interests and similar life experience, and we're both very driven, career-oriented people. One thing we discussed beforehand was relationships. I was coming out of a rough breakup, and P's never been in a, quote, serious relationship. At the time we got to know each other, she was exclusively dating women, and I wasn't actively looking to meet anyone new. After a couple of months of living together, our friends were teasing us about how much we did together, shopping, going to shows or clubs, etc., or how often we talked about each other. But we'd both laugh it off and do the, yeah, yeah, they really don't get us thing. Over time, we started telling each other more about ourselves. Eventually, after a few months, P explained that while she prefers women, she just likes, quote, interesting people. And that she thinks that's why her relationships tend to not last long. She made a joke. She gets bored. I'm sorry. I made a joke. Oh, God, I'm dying here. (coughs) I mean, maybe you don't have to be face up for the whole podcast. Face down. Yeah, that's true. It's really hard to read this out of yeah. a pillow. <clears throat> P explained that while she prefers women, she just likes interesting people. And that's why her relationships tend not to last long. She gets bored. I made a joke about how she would eventually stop finding me interesting, too. And she laughed and said something like, don't worry, you're never boring. Around the same time, I started spending some time mm. with an ex, which P disapproved of, saying, quote, you should be happy and she makes you unhappy, etc. I really didn't think anything of it until around the end of 2019. Oh, jeez. I thought this would be quarantine-themed, but it's not. One night, we ended up pulling an all-nighter and both had a lot to drink, and it ended up getting a little touchy-feely. Nothing sexual happened, but we got very cuddly, which we'd never done before. The next day, P apologized and basically said she acted foolishly because she drank too much and that she didn't want to make things weird. But within a couple of weeks, the same thing happened again after a party. We ended up having a heart-to-heart and talking about the situation. And she again said that she didn't want to mess up our relationship or our living situation. We talked things out, and I eventually asked her, point blank, if she'd feel differently if we didn't live together. And she said, yes. I'll admit, I really don't know what to say. I didn't really know what to say to that. But I agreed that I agreed with her that we have a good thing going with our place, and anything romantic would be risky. Oh, jeez. After agreeing we were spending too much time together and that things were getting strange, we stopped going out together, which is something we'd be doing pretty regularly. And she started dating again here and there, while I spent a lot more time with my friends. We weren't hostile or anything towards each other, just more distant than we'd been. Of course, then the coronavirus quarantine came. Oh, here we Mm. go. 
And we've been together pretty much every day now. Recently, she told me out of the blue how happy she was that we're together during this thing instead of being, quote, stuck with people we don't like. And that led to talking about our relationship in general. We didn't specifically get into anything that happened previously, although she did admit she'd been trying to get some space from me over the last three months, the last few months. We talked about how much we'd enjoyed spending time together again, and I made a comment about how, since we get along well, I wish we'd gotten to know each other when we'd met previously. And she just said, well, you were talking with your ex then, and then changed the subject. Recently, she's been talking about moving into a new city in a couple years, and has suggested that I should come with, which I laughed off as a joke, but apparently she meant sincerely. P is a great person, and I'm so glad we've become close friends, but I'm genuinely, confu genuinely confused as to what to do, if anything. I don't want to read too much into this. I'm sorry. I don't want to read too much into anything she said or done, but it feels like there's more going on here than either of us want to say. I just ask her directly, but I don't want to make things tense, especially given the fact that we really can't get away from each other right now. Am I misinterpreting this stuff? Is not saying anything the right call? Should I wait to see what happens? Too long didn't read. Roommate seems to be interested in a close relationship, but is afraid of disrupting our living situation and friendship. Maybe I should ask her about it. Damn, this is like a legit problem. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, you really landed We're us. We're not ready for with this. A sticky situation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Usually, it's like my boyfriend ate my dog. What do I yeah, do? Yeah, the last one was about frogs. <laughs> break up! Break up with him, bitch. He should not be eating your dog. <laughs> is that it? That's that's how, that's how you guys are just gonna let me f you guys. I'm done. Head is going down again. All right. So thoughts, Brian. Eric, Eric. Nope. I have to go first. Okay. I, well, I'm, well, you, I'm, you don't have to go first. So I'm you, for this. you have been in quarantine with your partner just as long as we have, but have been together the shortest. So you got to be doing something, right? Like ours are with us because mm, they got nothing else. Hope is yeah. hope is gone. Hope hope stocks are at an all time low. So what? What's the question? So how how do you how do you navigate this situation? If I'm this right. this gentleman, yeah, yes. Um, so, without providing any personally identifying information, even though I know that they won't <laughs> listen to this, I actually kind of do know um, some people who were in a uh, shared uh, living situation that ended up sort of having like a thing, mm -hmm. um, and it it just I think really kind of messed with both of them. Mm -hmm. um, and mm. I think that the question he's asking is a good one. Like, we're stuck in quarantine. If I confess my love or, like, want to have a serious conversation about this and it goes south, like, you can't get out of that situation in any way in any short amount of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you'd but be the out contrary, there protesting. You'd be like, all right, the quarantine needs to end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... But 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 in opposite, yo, sex feels pretty good. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, so I think you're disagreeing with for, my for assessment that they should he should like pump the brakes and I don't. So here's the thing, and I think actually you guys may be more better equipped to speak to this because I mean you're both with phenomenal women who you were oh, friends with for so a good amount of time. Before right. she's uh, assuming you were making a statement in which you said that she's not phenomenal. <laughs> um, we're, everyone's phenomenal. 
we'll 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 fight this one out afterwards. <laughs> uh, just kidding. We never fight. We've literally never fought. So. Never. No. So continue. Where? Uh, yeah. Um. So I mean, you guys uh, were were both friends, long term friends with uh, the folks you're with now, uh-huh. the ladies, the women you're with now. Um, and like that worked out. That worked out okay. I mean. Yeah, I guess. Right. So. Some better than others. Do you think, I mean, I don't necessarily, I think given extenuating circumstances, I do not think it makes sense to sort of like put all your chips on the table here. I really, like there are too many, you're in like a a contractual lease agreement with someone, like just don't, I think it ends up being really complicated um, and like it could go south beyond the scope of normalcy uh like let's say we weren't in the the during times mm-hmm. the like during times you could you could just like break your lease and move out or like they would move away but like that's not really an option right now um yeah i guess that's practical brian very mm-hmm. practical of you so what you would you what? okay what love, would you say love isn't practical and back to my first point sex feels good do it be free do what makes you feel happy fuck your lease up break the apartment just eat all the food you have in one week. Go out without a mask. Go go crazy. That's my position. Hmm. Eric? All right. Let's do somewhere in between those two things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, my, my sincere – Brian, I agree with you. I think uh, it, it's, it's really risky. Um, just in general, I feel like with relationship stuff, it's really easy from my end to say life is short. Like – I know that with every relationship I've ever had, there's a lot of indecision. There's a lot of like, should I say anything good? And, you know, like sometimes you got to go for it. Life is short. And you did mention all those things about uh, breaking the lease during these times. Like people are still finding new apartments during these times. Like life is still going on. I didn't hear anywhere in the story that he said that he like loves her. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like he seems like, yeah, this is kind of complicated. Like it'd be, it'd be kind of cool. We're close friends. It'd be cool if we hook up. But like, if he was like, I'm in love with this girl. Right. I agree. Like, then okay. Then that, that's a different equation. I think that he, yeah, I think that it's too, there, there doesn't seem to be enough. Uh, like I really like her to like, he's not even sure if you like, feels feelings for her so i actually might agree with brian mm-hmm. i want to be the nihilist romantic like fuck it all man but like seems like uh they should wait until the quarantines are over mm-hmm. the now times mm-hmm. eric your position um there was a lot of unnecessary detail in that in that question it was long like the the fact that she's also interested in women i don't know why that matters <laughs> the fact that <laughs> you were hanging point. out with your ex I don't know why that matters In the course right. of this story So I'm kind of confused The attention seems to be like Not really drawn to this person in particular And just the fact that they live together So I'm getting the sense that He doesn't have a ton of strong feelings For this person indiv- Individually Like I think it's more just It would be relatively convenient if we yeah. pursued things and it happened to work out and we actually were interested in one another, which isn't the, the best way to start a relationship. Um, and I think, at least from my experience, um, you know, Cindy and I, like Brian said, were friends first and things kind of just naturally progressed from there. We both had previous relationships that kind of ended and we ended up kind of being um, the person we looked to for, for comfort to kind of get over those things somewhat. Um, and so it was kind of a natural progression. And at least for me, 
those relationships seem to be the ones that last is when you kind of form that support um, before you form that sort of intimacy. Um, Wow. Eric is so... And I don't... don't, It doesn't seem like they have that foundation of support, I think. I I guess some people are horny during the quarantine. I wouldn't count myself as one of them. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's fine. You should take uh, that uh, medicine that Frank Thomas sells. Oh, what's that? Uh, Eugenics or whatever. (laughs) Eugenics. Eugenics. Helps new gym. Oh, I saw an ad for that. It'll give you more energy, more drive. And then he points to the screen and says, and she'll like it too. I think that makes they I mean think, to make it sound like eugenics? Probably. Okay. That's gotta but be what's sponsoring this episode. By Brian, me. when they say when they say yeah. and she'll like it too, what do you think that means? What does well, that mean? Oh, dick, I think, do you, yeah, think it, I think, you think it makes your dick bigger? I think that's the implication. I mean, or his, it makes his, it worse. His, his nickname is the Big Hurt. So, oh God, <laughs> <laughs> guys, we are winding down to the end. That was Ed's relationship corner. We talked about walks. We talked about quarantine. We talked about crunchiness. Guys, next time we will be talking about meditation and yoga. Mm. During these quarantines, we are going to try and find the answer within ourselves. I am terrified. Eric and I both have ADD. All we see in our heads. I, I I just see like colors and boobs and that's pretty much it. Do you remember it. Inside Out? Yeah. The yeah. Pixar movie? Do yeah. you remember the end where they show like what's inside like a cat's head? I forget. Sorry. When, I whenever I've tried to meditate, that's what happens. It's just like cats inside my head just fucking with shit. Got it. Just like breaking stuff. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. Brian, do you have any insight into meditation or personal uh, meditation? Personal meditation? Meditation? Uh, I, it sounds like I'm in the same boat as you guys. Like I'm, a, I'm a little too psyched out to even really try because I just think it would be really hard to do, and mm-hmm. I just it, it's one of those things I'm told that you really have to like be committed to doing. Um, <laughs> Perfect. I'm just like not. <laughs> Similarly, this can is... I ask, can I ask you a question? Are yes. you guys still journal? Uh, Are you still journaling? I no. am. No, I am. Let's not. see. Let's see what my streak is. <laughs> I am not uh, journaling I am because on. I am sad. I'm talking into the microphone more. Oh. Because you, you guys almost convinced me to start journaling, but I didn't do it what? for the similar reason that I'm not going to start meditating. Exactly. I'm on day 253. That's amazing. That's amazing. Jesus Christ. Are they good journal entries? Um, Some of them are like, I don't feel like journaling today. Oh, <laughs> that's still pretty cute. I played over a hundred hours in Animal Crossing, which came out on March twentieth. Speaking of Animal Crossing, before we end, so we'll we'll do meditation or yoga. I think um, I'm kind of deep into Watchmen, and I think uh, Katie has been reading it too. So we might talk about the Watchmen comic series as well. Um, But when everyone's at home and bored, what what's something you guys are doing? Either board games or video games, or something Mm. you're doing to kind of kind of spend the time guys i'm playing animal crossing i'm watching the last dance on sundays watch the f1 documentary on netflix it is incredible even if you don't like racing that's really good uh if you haven't watched the bon appetit youtube videos those are always really really Mm -hmm. good those are always really good to watch um dude just try and make the best of it this is a really i think a lot of times i've been like 
talking to Katie and I'm just like, man, this sucks. And it does suck. But I'm glad that I get to talk to people. It seems like I've talked to some people more than I have in like a long time. So that is, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's just like the Facebook commercial. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. They're right. They're right. The Facebook was right. Brian, do you have anything to say before? Wait, before before Brian says goodbyes. Thanks for coming on, Brian. Yeah, thanks for having yeah, me. Thank you. I love thanks, talking Brian, to you guys. Brian, you're one of our best and dearest friends. We love you. Uh, thank you for coming on. We're glad you're alive. You look more handsome than ever. You've really cultivated your look very well. He yeah, looks Brian's like, got a button-down shirt on. He looks like Babish, if you know who that is. Watch Binging with Babish Yeah, as you well. do. You got a Babish vibe. That's well, nice. I had to like shave all my hair off because I like couldn't go to the barber and because I was also going bald. So I've been growing mm-hmm. out the beard, growing it up down here, and growing it in up here. Damn it. Nice. Brian stole my idea. <laughs> no, do it. I always told my oh god, Brian and I are gonna look like twinsies. It's gonna be we great. Can do that, all right. Did you shave your hair or did Zoe? Um, I tried to and messed it up. So then Zoe nice. did it. Nice, nice, and it's I, worked out okay. I Katie keeps saying that she will cut my hair, but I I uh, I think I made this joke before. But it takes a very accomplished crew of engineers to give it the illusion that I have hair. So mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. them to do it. So I'm just gonna let it grow out. I look very Ed circa 2010 right now. Oh, all I need, nice. all I need is basketball shorts, uh, those Vans that I would always wear, no beard, and a goat next to me, and that is me 2010. Yep, that's yep, that's me. So Brian, thanks for coming on. Brian, did you, you wanted to say something? Oh yeah, uh, you asked a question. What are we doing? Yeah, what are you doing in yeah. the in the in the quarantine? Uh, well, in addition to brewing, doing a lot of like plant stuff. Like we're starting our little balcony garden for the year. The weather's been kind of weird, so it's made it challenging. Um, it has been know, weird. I've I've been leaning into this idea that uh, there's no shame in doing things that are familiar and comforting. So a lot of people are like, mm-hmm. I want to learn a new skill, or like I want to take up woodworking, or and mm-hmm. and that's great. Like more power power to you, but. I don't think that there should be an expectation of that. So I've actually been playing a lot of Age of Empires 2 to like really bring myself back <laughs> to Brian circa 2010. So nice. You guys are just living, living your best life. That's right. Second semester <laughs> freshman year. That was our peak. Dude, seriously, it's 2010 right now. Killing it. Eric, nice. what are you doing? What do you got on tap? Um, we. <laughs> and on uh, that note, we're done, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we got nothing. This is where Eric is going to play that new hit Fiona Apple song. That song, Fiona Apple. Here. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I actually do have something to say. This oh. is the title of Fiona Apple's longest. Uh, it was the longest oh, title. There you go. Yeah, here it is. Just give me a second. I have to pull it up again. <clears throat> I got to clear my throat while I. Uh, <laughs> while I uh, pause for time, the full title is "When the Pawn Hits the Conflicts, He Thinks Like a King." When he knows the th- when he knows throws the blows, he goes to fight. Guys, we're like we're like one one male host or guest, and like ten episodes on wrestling away from like selling our own powder. <laughs> I don't see me mad at situations.